Rob Norman is one of the most powerful men in media, and he's been Chief Digital Officer of a WPP subsidiary, Group M, for about three years now. So in our business, being the Chief Digital Officer is about leading policy and almost sort of spiritual leadership and uh, putting your face in front of people's fists when things go wrong. Tom Litton Dickey sat down with Rob Norman to discuss the role of the Chief Digital Officer as well as the effect that digital is having on the media industry as a whole. Rob, thank you for joining us. Tom, good to be here. Rob is the Chief Digital Officer of Group M. Correct. So Rob, the CDO role is a title that's kind of risen to prominence in recent years. So how, how do you define it? What does it entail? I think it's very, very different depending on the nature of the enterprise. So Group M is a holding company within a holding company. So we're a subsidiary of WPP. I think we're the biggest subsidiary of WPP. And within the Group M world, we have Maxis, Mediacom, NEC, Mindshare, M6, Metavision. People eventually get the idea of Group M when you do this. Yeah. And also uh, Zaxis, which is our programmatic business. Um, so we have 27,000 people all together. And all of those businesses have their own digital infrastructure. So in our business, being the chief digital officer is about leading policy and almost sort of spiritual leadership and uh, putting your face in front of people's fists when things go wrong. <laughs> and, and why does Group M need the CDO? Well, our business has transformed in the last five years and really has transformed over about a 10 to 15 year period. So I started a digital operation within the company, believe it or not, in October 1994. But the last five years, when we've been in full swing on broadband, we've been in full swing on mobile broadband, we've been moving into full swing in the smartphone revolution and in mobile broadband, wherever viewer attention or consumer attention goes, we have to be ready and create infrastructure and ideas to execute on that infrastructure to find opportunities. So having a chief digital officer... I hope helps our agencies recruit better people. Mm. I hope it gives them a chairman, if you like, of their forum within the agency community to bring them together and share ideas. And I act as a conduit, if you like, from that agency digital leadership up to the holding company and out to the press and the client community as Mm. well. And, And how much of your role is about educating the brands you work with about the opportunities of digital? I think it's a an arrogant notion to think that people that work in agencies have a specifically educating role for Mm. our clients. My sense is that our clients are very well advanced and many of them are real partners in this area and we discuss openly with our most senior clients, now large clients, lots of policy issues about how we want to change the market. So we've got a big thing going over the last year or two which we put under the umbrella of marketplace integrity. Marketplace integrity for us includes things like eliminating fraud from the digital media supply chain. That's really, really important. And building platforms around things like viewability, which is key. Do your ads actually get seen when you pay for them and are they viewed in the right way? And developing appropriate currencies for an evolving market. So I think we act as a point of coalescence for our clients. Mm in that they come to us and increasingly we have them to talk to each other. So we have emails going out even today that go to senior media people at six, seven or eight of our biggest clients and it goes to 
all of them, because there's many areas in which those people compete, and they're seeking tooth and nail competitive advantage against each other. But there's other areas that come in the all boats float upwards area, and then we involve them together. So we try and have a consistent narrative. That narrative is very much informed by our clients, and they play off each other, which is terrific. So I think the education point of view is that sometimes we synthesize ideas and Mm. synthesize issues in the market, and we have rather more sort of horizontal exposure. So sometimes we'll find something in the pharmaceutical sector or in the automotive sector that might not necessarily occur to someone who sells food or shampoo and vice versa. So there's often education that we synthesize from one place and cascade somewhere else. But the degree to which we do aha moments and that suddenly they believe that they come to us and revelations will come upon us. There's not much genuflecting goes on. And and how has technology and, and digital innovation changed the role of an agency in general? Well, it's evolution, not revolution, because this has happened a bit more slowly than people choose to think. As I say, I started the digital unit of the agency in October 94, which is now almost exactly 21 years ago. And so we've been at it for a while. So it's not like we woke up one morning and the world changed. And we had our training wheels because we lived in the world of CD-ROMs, then we lived in the world of dial-up internet, then we lived in the world of walled gardens like AOL, then eventually... We came up to 28.8 and 56.6 and finally the beginnings of broadband and the open web and that bandwidth grew and as bandwidth grew, commerce grew, as commerce grew, online advertising grew, as bandwidth grew more, video and multimedia became more of a factor and eventually we've got to the state where we've got to now, although no one thinks we're in a fixed state now, where you can do pretty much anything online or to any device that you could do in the offline world and more. So I think our goal has been to stay 5 to 10% ahead of the curve because there's not really much point. So we haven't, for example, we're not sitting there writing plans for our clients now that says in 2016 you should allocate 26% of your budget to virtual reality because there won't be virtually anyone to consume virtual reality in 2016. Maybe by the fourth quarter and holiday, there'll be some big shipments of Oculus and other other products. So we try and stay as far ahead of the curve and think about innovation and evolution in ideas that can execute against the business at scale today, ideas that look fairly certain to be significant over time but are unknown in terms of their scale right now and ideas that we think are a bit more blue sky that we should think about intellectually about how we might use those things in the future. So we do it like that and I think that you encourage people to participate much more if you give them that mix of ideas you can execute now as well as the stuff going forward because then Mm -hmm. innovation doesn't become scary because you see wins and progress in relatively controllable time frames. You can about set sensibly through the prism of budget setting. You can think about how much money you need to allocate to it versus various other platforms. And I think one of the things we try and do is take the drama out of the process. 